Welcome back to Mountain Bike Radio. I'm your host, Ben Welnack, and today I have with me Vic Armijo. He is the Chief Executive Sasquatch over at uh, Team Bigfoot. So thank you, Vic, for uh, joining me today. Well, thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. So, you know, I like to have every guest kind of talk about their history, you know, how they got to, you know, where they started cycling, how they got to be where they're at. Um, it may be something interesting, little, you know, fact, uh, something like that. So tell us about Vic, where you started, you know, how you got to where you're at, and you know, maybe something interesting. No, if you want to start where where I started cycling, that was oh Christmas morning, nineteen sixty six. But <laughs> beyond that, uh, yeah. we were racing BMX before it was even called BMX. Uh, there was a, a city park in the town where I lived, where after they built it, there was a bunch of dirt left over, and we were building jumps and things there. And the, the baseball coaches got tired of us kicking up dust, and one smart Parks and Rec guy, who was a young guy, said, "No, no, let's not let's not chase them off. Let's." focused this, and so they started holding some of the very first uh, BMX races in the country, as far as I know, and it was, it was probably a year into it that they decided, you know what, these boys probably should wear helmets, I mean, that's how rudimentary it was, and it was just on uh, stingrays and the like, and uh, well, I've been involved with uh, cycling in one form or another ever since, I've done everything from uh, road racing and uh, bike, cross-country, downhill, dual slalom, and uh, time trials, and touring and everything else through three is I just my life is all around cycling in one form or another yeah and so you know speaking of team Bigfoot so how did you get to to be you know the the chief executive Sasquatch over at team Bigfoot <laughs> well you know for years I lived in uh, in Big Bear Lake uh, and that was just such a mecca of mountain bike racing in the, in the 80s and 90s and I had left there in 99 and uh came up here to uh, Northern California um, in Eureka right now. And uh, the company in, in Big Bear that had been putting on races for years was Team Big Bear. And uh, when I came up here, I took a job as a marketing director for a chain of health clubs. And one of the things that uh, I did in that capacity was take over one of the long-standing mountain bike races that was going to go away. It had been, kind of been passed along from one volunteer to another until everybody's does a year or two realize well, that's a lot of work. I don't want to do that for free again. So I picked it up as a charity event uh, under the offices of the health club that I was working for and just had a ball doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a couple of years of doing it, I said, you know, this is really what I want to focus on. So I started doing um, uh, the, the Bigfoot Classic race that, uh, that I picked up uh, while I was working at the health club and uh, started forming some uh, some other events. But in the meantime, I, for, I formed my co- company. And being that we're up here where Sasquatch dwells, I kind of did a little tip of the hat to Team Big Bear and named my, my company Team Bigfoot. All right, so then can you explain what uh, what Team Bigfoot exactly is? Where, you know, where exactly located, what kind of maybe a little bit more of the history, how you kind of grew to what you're at now, and then talk about some of the different races that you have going on, you know, as far as different disciplines. So you have a lot of, you know, cyclocross, road, enduro, uh, XC, and, and endurance type of races. Well, uh, Team Bigfoot is a uh, Humboldt County-based uh, bicycle event promotion company. Uh, we've been around since 2001. 
start off with the uh, the Bigfoot Classic, a long-standing Northern California event that we we picked up to keep it from dying. Uh, it had been passed along from one volunteer to another. Uh, Jackie Phelan said it best that it had been passed along like a slutty girlfriend. But I picked it up and kind of nurtured it and kept it going for for a while. Uh, unfortunately, we were, we were using uh, timber timberland uh, owned by one of the local timber companies for our venue and uh, some of the riders ignored our pleas to not go back after the event and eventually the security department for that uh, timber company thought it best that we not hold our races there anymore. They, they get a little fussy about people trespassing on the property but since then the um, mountain bike uh, access in, uh, in this area has picked up quite a bit thanks to the work of uh, a lot of locals. Uh, we've got um, Paradise Royale nearby, which is just a fantastic trail loop. Uh, Lax Creek, uh, some BLM land is opening up. So there's a future for some more local, local events. Um, another one of our longstanding events, it happens right in the town of Arcata. I mean, it's a half a mile from downtown, and that's the 12 hours of Humboldt endurance race. That occurs in uh, Redwood Park and in the Arcata Community Forest. The Ar- Arcata Community Forest is pointed to throughout the world is kind of a uh, an example of what a in-town uh, network of trails can be. It's a, a sustainably logged forest. It's red, redwood forest, and they, they do log each year. Uh, they, they take less wood than, than, than what grows in a year, but uh, through the sale of that timber, they can pay for the, uh, the upkeep of the trails and the kiosks and everything else that's associated with the uh, community forest like that. Yeah. So, so you actually right get now, a chance to ride through or race and ride through Redwoods? Oh, yeah, yeah. Huh. yeah for the, the 12 hours of Humboldt, we've got an 8.7-mile course. Uh, it's got about 1,600 feet of climbing per lap. Most of it, you're in the shadow of the Redwoods. There's one section where it opens up to the sky where you're getting direct sunshine, but um, bear in mind that uh, where we're at and where the event is held uh, this year, it's on August 10th, a hot day in August is, I don't know, 63 degrees. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get a That's good a very unique. Of, yeah, it's a very unique situation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, you're, you're under the giant redwoods for most of it. It's yep. just a fantastic network of trails. And you come through Redwood Park, a city park, for to get your lap counted each lap. And it's a regular city park with playgrounds and big grassy lawn where people uh, put their put their pits. You know, it's just a sea of of pop-up tents in the pit area. And uh, how many laps can you do between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m.? Yeah. going on uh, for, for years and years. And uh, a couple of years ago, we introduced the uh, the six hours for those people who just thought the 12 was too much, and that's gotten really popular. But we're still keeping the 12. So there's, there's people who just just got to have their day in the saddle. And mm-hmm. uh, we always... We always do it um, early enough in the year that uh, you can do an endurance event like this and not have to have an expensive lighting system. You go 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. and sunset uh, on August 10th is like well past 8:30, so it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. So, what do you have? What's what's coming up uh, soon here? What do you have? On well, tap? next weekend uh, we have our traditional uh, Memorial Day weekend of events uh, in Weaverville, California. Weaverville is about 85 miles inland from the Arcata Eureka area, and that's a, a a fantastic riding area. That that was all gold mining 150 years ago, and the way they used to do gold mining is they uh, dug these uh, trenches that got water flowing through them, and they ran them into these hoses, and they just blast away the mountainside with uh, basically a fire hose. 
well, these ditches that they dug up here on the water, there's a trail right next to them, and they follow the contours of the mountain, mm-hmm. just a gentle downslope for miles and miles. And Perfect. <laughs> yeah, fantastic trails. You flow like you've like you've never seen. So um, we've done a lot, a few different things in Weaverville. The Lagrange uh, Fall Classic was a, another long time running event that had gone away. Uh, it was uh, one of the original uh, Norbert Classics back in the day. It, it uh, again, uh, <laughs> volunteers got tired of the amount of work that it puts that it takes to put on an event and kind of abandoned it. It hadn't happened for like six or seven years, and in 2002 or three, I can't recall at this point, I brought it back. It's been going uh, ever since, and it's a big loop course. It's a 23 mile course. Most of it is on single track. Most of it is on these uh, ditch trails that uh, I've described. It's really cool. There's a couple spots where you ride past some of the old mines. You can look back into the into the granite mountain that's been bored into, and there's still some of the old uh, timbers and things from the um, uh, from the flumes that brought the water in. And uh, it's the, the most fun flowing single track you've, you've ever been on. So we do the Grange Fall Classic, uh, the cross country. We also do the 12 hours of Weaverville. Um, actually, this year we've, we've reduced it to the six hours of Weaverville because we're going to try something different. We're going to do the six hours of Weaverville on uh, Saturday, and then on Sunday, uh, 26th, we're going to have the uh, the Cali Spring Enduro, and that's sort of a stage race format. Uh, there's a cross country. It's a uh, fairly short cross country as cross countries go. It's only uh, uh, 5.7 miles. Most of that is on uh, really fun, tight, twisty single track, all middle ring and, and small chain ring stuff. Then once everybody's done the cross country, we'll give you a chance to catch your breath, then we'll line you all up, and you do a far road climb, three miles up the far road that will put about 1,700 feet of altitude. And there's prizes for that, too. So the guys who uh, are of, uh, do have the cardio fitness can, can get a prize for, for, uh, mm-hmm. for doing the hill climb. Then we do the Super D. Once you're up there, you catch your breath. Individual time trial start one at a time on the Super D. And there's individual prizes for that, too. So if somebody who's really not into the cross country or the hill climb, they can come out, get their way to the mountain, top the mountain at their leisure, and then let it rip on the Super D. The Super D is just under eight miles of uh, mostly single track. And uh, we've, we've used a very similar course in the past. Um, we're looking for the fastest times on that Super D to be about 27, 28 minutes. Oh, that's pretty It's pretty good. Yeah. Sounds like, a, yeah. just from the description, it sounds like it's something to definitely check out. You know, the, the, the whole, I guess, enduro aspect of it, you know, just if you want to just climb up there at your leisure and then get up there and then race it down, that's just a... Seems like a pretty cool, uh, you know, option. And then the option yeah. to race it uphill too. I mean, that's cool. Right. Well, you know, we've been doing, uh, endurance events, uh, six hour, eight hour, 12 hour and 24 hour events for quite a while. So we've got a pretty good following of the endurance crowd. And mm-hmm. a lot of those guys, they're not really that interested in the, um, the standard enduro where it's, it's only certain sections or time and it's more about descending. So I wanted to do something that would let get these guys to try enduro, yet still appeal to the guys who are focusing more on enduro. And that's why we've got uh, a prize list for each individual event. 
Yeah. If you're not a cardio guy, if you want to just let it rip, you don't really need to concentrate on going fast on the uphill. Yeah. Exactly. So, super deep. And, so and Cali has kicked down some really nice uh, prizes for us. There's going to be uh, body armor and helmets for Super DM and helmets for the other two events. Oh, so so you're so basically, if you know somebody's coming out, you're going to have prizes for, you know, is it like an age group type of thing or overall winners yeah, or how's yeah, it? How yeah. are you going to okay? So um, just, for the for the overall winner in each in each event, uh, there's prizes, and then what we do uh, to try to give everybody a chance of coming away with some swag. Uh, when we do the awards, if you've won your category, you're getting uh, three raffle tickets. Two for second, one for third, and then everybody in the race gets one. So when we're all done handing out the medals, then we raffle off all the stuff. So the better you did, the better chance you've got of winning some of the other things that we put into the raffle pile. We've got stuff from, oh, rock and roll chain, Lulu, ODI grips, Cali helmets, uh, hammer nutrition synthesis, a lot of stuff. Uh, we give away $5 gift certificates good towards your entry in your next race. The the town of Weaverville, they're pretty supportive. There will be some pizzas and things, uh, coupons for some of the local businesses that, uh, you know, they understand that they're they're a small town that doesn't have a whole lot of tourist draw, and they notice when 100 or 150 of these skinny mountain bikers who eat two full dinners by themselves come through town. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, so, you know, with the – it sounds like a great prize list. I mean, it sounds like it's a great – great time to come in for the weekend and especially with the two two you know two days of racing do you expect a lot of those six hour guys to come back the next day and do all the events or well, hang around yeah or? yeah yeah in okay. fact we, we've done one more thing to, to kind of uh make it appealing to the guys who would normally do a 12-hour event we're combining both days for those who want to do both days into the super enduro we'll take your your two best laps from the six hour Plus your your times of the uh, the three events on Sunday and combine them into the super enduro. And if you uh, if you win that, uh, you're getting a uh, um, oh God, we got such a prize list. We're trying to remember exactly. Oh yeah, on, on that one, you uh, you're getting your entry for uh, any of the other events for the rest of the season. Oh wow! Yeah, so we've got still upcoming the twelve hours of Humboldt, mm-hmm. and then we've got the. Uh, the Whiskey Town nine to five for those who want to do an eight hour. We've also got the twenty four hours of Whiskey Town, and uh, that one we've been doing for quite a while, and it's got a pretty good following. Whiskey Town is a little farther east from Weaverville. It's just about through the town of Reading, um, and again, it's uh, got the kind of the same history as Weaverville. It was all gold mining, and it's got all these flume trails, and uh, we rent a kid summer camp as the venue, so. Like like the five rider teams, they can they can uh, rent a bunkhouse and do their pits and stay at, stay in the bunkhouse the whole weekend. Hmm. And being that we've got this nice facility, it's not your usual out in the middle of nowhere in the dirt and porta potty type of event. It's paved parking, uh, showers, bathrooms, real bathrooms, uh, a uh, indoor um, cafeteria area where we do awards if the weather's bad. Otherwise, we use the outdoor amphitheater. There's a big creek that runs right through it if the weather's hot which it often is that time of year you can cool off in the creek it's just really a fun place to be and that's where i originally found you guys is back i don't know how many years it's been but uh had a friend that lived out in whiskey town for i think she lived there for probably close to a year and uh you know i started digging around i'm like where the hell is whiskey town 
um, just for the name alone. And I found that and then I found you guys and then, you know, kept it in the back of my head and it was like, Oh, cool. So it just seems like a good, good time. So with, well, know, well, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask you, I was going to go into the next uh, question, what I had in mind uh, with the Enduro side of things. Um, you know, you're kind of dipping your, it seems like you're dipping your toes into the Enduro to give people an option. And I just want to get your take, you know, running all these different events um, and been around for a while. What uh, What's your take on the Enduro scene and, you know, why do you think it's taking hold now? Uh, well, uh it's got it's got its appeal to uh, quite a good cross section there. You know, you, if you're really fit, uh, you, know, you can get through this thing and, and be back uh, a lot a lot sooner. You can you know go ahead and hammer on the uphill. If you're a downhill guy and uh, there's fewer and fewer of the ski resorts that are running uh, chairlifts, or you get tired of you know, doing shuttles all the time, it gives you a chance to uh, shine in your particular field. You know, if you're if you're going to ride a bigger bike, or if you don't quite have that kind of motor to get your way up the hill, just you know get up there at your leisure and, and then make up ground on the, on the downhill. So it's uh, I don't know. It reminds me of, of how mountain biking took off so much in the late '80s and '90s. You know, it, mountain biking didn't have to sell itself. Uh, the car companies and Mountain Dew and everybody else was using mountain bikes as an advertising medium, and people saw it. And thought, that looks like fun. And then they tried it and found out, you know what, it's, it, it's hard. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, I think it kind of, it gives, um, gives an opportunity for mountain bike competition with people who may not have the cardio fitness to go out and, and do uh, a cross country or an endurance event, but, but who do have the skills to just shred on the downhill portion. Mm-hmm. And do you, uh, and that's I, I was, some... uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, and that's not something that you need, you know, like you said, you don't need a new fancy bike. You can just go out with what you have, and if you like it, then maybe you can start, you know, progressing. It's like anything else. is You don't need to go get all the gear to try it. Yeah, yeah. So. And, you know, downhill still has its place, but uh, I, I know how it goes a lot of times. You go out with a bunch of guys who want to go do shuttles, and there's always somebody who's got a fiddle with their bike and by the time you get everybody loaded up and up the mountain you know I, I, I've done days where at the end of the day I realized wow I spent maybe an hour on my bike and we were out here all day long <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> that's not good so yeah so with you know with the uh, what's the future with for you guys you know as far as enduro do you, is that something where you know if it goes well the next year maybe you do a couple more or are you going to kind of yeah, just yeah, stick to... I mean we we've got the we've got the terrain at our disposal to okay. to do some things uh there I've got something in mind at uh Whiskey Town uh but we we've got a pretty full schedule as it, as it is so I wanted to just kind of dip my toe in the water this way see how it goes and then before starting to introduce any more events just there's only so many weekends in a, in a season, you know. <laughs> yeah, <And>, uh, <laughs> exactly. I work I work pretty hard as it is. Adding more events to the calendar, um, I think I'd rather nurture what we got, and if something is is uh, weathering, and then then think of replacing it. Mm-hmm. But the Whiskey Town venue, that, that's there's some really great stuff that could be done there. There's a really good uh, uh, super D course that could be uh, part of it. There's um, a way of getting up to it that isn't 
terribly steep. It's, it would be longer than the, than the, the most direct way, but it would be better, I think, for a, for a uh, endurance enduro event to be able to get those riders up to the top of the mountain uh, without having to have that cardio fitness. But uh, we're, we're thinking at it, we're thinking about it, we're looking at it, and there's a lot of possibilities. If this enduro thing ter- turns out to be uh, our future, you'll pr- probably see uh, two or three more events next year. And we'll uh, we'll definitely get you on the calendar too. <laughs> you know, my my last question is, you know, we talked briefly beforehand, um, and we're going to keep this answer to about five minutes, <laughs> and save the rest for a different show. But I wanted to get your take on the whole USA Cycling situation. Um, you know, we've had discussions, and I had Steve Johnson on, who is the president of USA Cycling. And it seems like a lot of it is coming down to discussion about insurance and they're not letting people see what their insurance policy is. And I'll be releasing a, or for people listening to this, I've, you will have seen that I released a show with Dan McKay, who is the, uh, president of McKay Insurance Agency, uh, who does a lot of, uh, insuring of silent sports events. Um, and I want to get your take because you guys aren't USA Cycling, correct? Or USA no, we, we, we were. We, we have been. We were in the early days. Uh, we had uh, a number of things that didn't go so well with them, and we, we stopped uh, being USA Cycling in 2007. Uh, I had uh, a couple of other promoters who wanted to get in on the Northern California series that we've been coordinating for a while. Uh, last year, uh, suggest that maybe I wanted to return to USA Cycling, that it would bring us some, uh, some of the riders who are interested in, in going to nationals or, or going to worlds. And, uh, so I decided to, to give USA Cycling another, another chance and, um, didn't go well. Um, just a number, a number of places where, uh, the ball wasn't just dropped, it was never really even picked up. I mean, it, it took weeks of, uh, of phone calls to even talk to somebody. And, uh, <laughs> believe it or not, it went downhill from there. So okay. after last year's experience, uh, we, uh, decided that we wouldn't, wouldn't be USA Cycling again this year. And, uh, we do use, uh, McKay for a couple of our events and we do some other, um, private insurance for, for the rest of them. Yeah, um, and I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at what, uh, uh the Oregon Bicycle Racing Association is doing, and that may be the route that we'll go in the future. But uh, the one thing I, I try to, I want to try to avoid is having people have to purchase a, uh, a racing license. I mean, a lot of these guys, they don't race often enough to, to warrant that. And that was one of the big um, peeves I had with USA Cycling in that uh, when we were with USA Cycling, we would often see people who didn't really want to cherry pick, but that's ended up being what they did. The guys who were of expert ability who didn't want to buy an annual license. And an expert, they won't let you buy a one-day license. If you're a sport or a beginner, yeah, you can buy a one-day license. But these guys who, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do another USA Cycling event all year. Why don't I want to spend 60 or 70 bucks, whatever it is, for a license? So they end up racing sport, which doesn't make the sport riders happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, in more than one conversation with the folks at USA Cycling, they were asked, they would ask me, you know, what can we do to improve our situation? And that's the one thing I pointed at each and every time. And uh, they were adamant that they weren't going to budge on that. So I think yeah. they're they're missing out. They're missing out on a, on a uh, 
what I think is probably a, a pretty good problem for them uh, nationwide. Uh, here in Northern California, we're kind of an independent group, and uh, I mean, <laughs> where we where I live, uh, this is what was considered Jefferson. You know, they wanted to secede and start their own state. Yeah, That's yeah. how independent these people are. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I, you know, I, I ran into that situation this weekend. I'm visiting out Wisconsin, visiting my family, and there was one of the Wisconsin off-road series races this weekend. And I don't normally, the last time I bought a license, I think, was three years ago. And, you know, to race with the fast guys here, you have to have the Cat 1 license, which I, there's no reason for me to ever to to do that. And um, so I, you know, I haven't done that. And I'm just in town for the, you know, for this one race. I might get one later in the year when we come back. Um, and I just didn't even go because it was either I was going to race with the, you know, the, the Cat 2 guys and be a sandbagger or I couldn't race. So I just didn't race. <laughs> and I, I, I think that happens often. Yeah. So, yeah, it does. Yeah. So anyhow, so thanks. You know, I just wanted to get your quick take on that. Well, I'm sure some time in the near future we'll have a, a bigger show with more discussion about the, specifically about that. But I just wanted to get your take, just so you know, fans can can hear where you're coming from. Um, if it was just me and you with a couple of double IPAs around campfire, I'd tell you a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's, maybe we can make that happen at some point, actually. That'd be yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, before we go, I, I just want to give you a chance to maybe, you know, you mentioned a bunch of the sponsors. Was there anybody else that you wanted to do a quick shout-out for? Well, uh, I really want to thank uh, Giant Bicycles. They've been the, the sponsor of the uh, Northern California series for the last uh, few years. They, they they help us in a number of ways. But uh, the Northern California series, we've, we've got uh, nine different events. You only have to do uh, as few as five to take the championships. So we got to give people a, a choice of uh, the event that they really like or if they, they have a vacation or something they need to fit in, you're not out of the series but uh, this year, uh, there are 37 different categories on age and ability. And if you win your, uh, if you win your title in your division and you're at the, uh, finals in Weaverville on October 19th, your name's going in the hat. And one of those champions is going to walk away with $500 cash next to the folks at Giant. That's good deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I take yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you win your if you win your championship, you uh, you get uh, you get medal. You get socks from the uh, sock guy that have uh, the Team Bigfoot first place logo on them. Uh, you, you're eligible for the jersey, and of course, you might walk away with 500 bucks cash. Cool. And uh, is there anything else that we you know that you wanted to mention? You know, you have coming up or anything um, before we wrap it up. Oh, uh, the one event we didn't mention was the Whiskey Town Classic. Uh, that's at uh, Whiskey Town Lake. We do that the weekend before the 24 Hours of Whiskey Town. Uh, some some of your listeners might be, be might be familiar with the Lemurian Classic. We use some of the same trails as the Lemurian. Some of the best trails, though, it, it doesn't have the the real butt buster climbs that the Lemurian has. We, we put together uh, a the best of 10 mile loop there. And it's one lap for beginner, two for sport, and three for experts and pros. And we uh, we do that in the last weekend of September, and uh, it's been a really well-attended event, and it's a lot of fun. It's, uh, again, about 85% single-track course. And so where can people get more information? What's the website? And I'll make Our it, website. And I'll, sorry, and I'll... 
I mention this at the end of every show, but I'll link all the links right below where you've listeners, where you found this show. Uh, I'll just look below. You'll find all the links there, but sorry, Vic, go ahead. How do we get a hold of you? Uh, our, well, our, our website is uh, teambigfoot.net. Our phone number is 707-845-3095. If you want to ask me any questions, just email me at uh, vic at teambigfoot.net. All right, cool. Sounds good, Vic. And we'll look forward to uh, all the race results that's coming for the rest of the summer. Wonderful. All right, thanks. All right.